Yeah, am I loud enough? Am I sounding okay at your end? Yeah, you could be a little louder. Rob. Okay, hang on a minute. Oh, we're doing it to you again, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Welcome to yet another episode. (laughs) What are we calling this thing again? Golly. (laughs) Show Center. Show Center. (laughs) The Air Show Podcast. I'm Matt Jolly. Joining me as always, Rick Peterson and Rob Ryder. Fresh back. We are. From Blue Angels training. It was a great time. Everybody's training except us, apparently. (laughs) I can't even remember the name. It's like a week away. (laughs) What's going on, guys? Oh, man, an awful lot. An awful lot. Do you want to hit the prop wash and we'll go through this list because this is going to be a, we've got, this is a great show. We've got so much stuff coming up that uh, I don't think we're going to get it in at 30 minutes. You're just, you're just overselling it at this point, but. uh, On the treadmill, add another five to 10 minutes right (laughs) now. Here you go. Go ahead. Take okay. it away. Launch it in. Prop wash. Will the Super Hornet used in the new Top Gun movie go to the Blue Angels? Or is this story a load of rhino poop? Is Marilyn <laughs> Darnell driving the upgraded shockwave jet truck at the first three shows of the season? DCL Drone Champion League tests the big drone, the very first aerobatic manned drone. Is this the future or are they high? Hmm. Does Josh Gunderson or anyone else on the F-22 Raptor team have the flu after flying Asia's largest air show? How did the Thunderbirds cover the NHL hockey game in Colorado and NASCAR's Daytona 500 at the same time? And Patty Wagstaff joins Sporty's Pilot Shop. Can you now learn to fly aerobatics from an iPad? (laughs) (laughs) Some of the questions. Oh, gosh, you're terrible. All right. What are we going to chip away at first, Mr. Peterson? I think we can answer all of them with no. (laughs) (laughs) Which kind of clears the deck. We'll be right back. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today, everybody. We'll see you next time on Show Center. Actually, the one that's the one that's gray, and uh, we'll call it navy low uh, low visibility gray, is the Super Hornet being used in the Top Gun movie. Is that Rhino going to the Blue Angels? Is it there already? Is it going to be painted blue? And Rob, you talked to the Blue Angels, and they don't seem to know anything about it. No, no, that's right. According to uh, what I heard from uh, Whiskers, uh, Julius Bratton, the new number seven, the narrator for the Blues, uh, that begs said, to know how that call sign came up. Whiskers. I, 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 I don't ask those guys because I'm not ready to buy enough beers to get the to get the straight answer. Uh, but uh, he says he does. <laughs> he's heard something about it, but there's nothing official that's come to him. So uh, I think the answer is uh, it looked nice, but no. But uh, it was uh, quite an impressive looking airplane. That's for sure. Yeah. And and Matt, the journalist in us, uh, from what I've read of uh, all of the sites, well, most I can't I probably not read them all, but most of what I was reading, uh, no one quoted anywhere in there the blue angels and uh and i find that interesting and uh, and we at least we called and uh we got <laughs> on it so you know what it would, would well, sorry go ahead well no i just in 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 thinking the way the navy works usually the guys get the oldest jets in the fleet right, right. so if they were going to put one at a movie I, you know may, maybe they maybe they thought the same thing and they so it's perhaps plausible I, I think it's a shame, though, that they would paint it. I think it'd be kind of cool just to keep it the way it is. 
and not so it would still like maybe make it the boss's airplane. Mind you, they change the numbers on the jets all the time. That might become a big problem. Let's work this through. Up against another one of Ricky P's uh, conspiracy theories. Well, you got to remember too that <laughs> oh, when here's, here's the theory. The theory is that Hollywood <laughs> will do anything to get more ink. So beware the uh, the um, guerrilla uh, tactics to get to get ink well, in the old days ink, but to get press right now. And and what a great way then to start a story that says our Hornet's going to go to the Blue Angels. I, yeah, but I think I think too the other the other the other side of this is you have to remember that when Top Gun the first one came out, uh, we always say that now because there is a second one in production. But when Top Gun came out, I, I the rules and the the facts that I heard that were generated from that movie were that the Air Force <laughs> received more new recruits than the Navy uh, because nah. of that. So maybe the really? Hornet maybe that Hornet should just go to the Air Force Museum. I think it's because the Navy's a little more selective. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to hear I, some waters on that. I know I am. Yes, you are. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. We ought to talk to John at some point. We ought to give him a call and yeah. see how he's doing in, uh, in transition. By the way, you know, he's been overseas. Uh, John Waters, he hosts uh, The Afterburn now, uh, is his new show. Uh, but he's been overseas on his first big trip. You know where they sent him? Korea. Well, no, they might have sent him there too, but I think he went to China. Really? Oh, good. Yeah. He went from him in, yeah. in a while. We probably won't hear from him in a while. He probably oh. he might still be at Miramar by the time we. Yeah, he's he's in quarantine at Miramar. Yeah, right. He might he might be there. <laughs> by the way, did you see that? Not Josh to get Gunderson, by the way, <laughs> and the F twenty two Raptor team are returning and uh, and they're getting ready to start the North American tour at L A County. They're fine. I, from what I understand. That's good. No one got the flu in Singapore. Although, did you see their crowd cut in less than half? It, oh, it was yeah. just stark what happened over there with yeah. all the screen and you know the weather and that just kept people away this year. Sorry, Matt. You were no, I just I, I think you guys I thought you guys would find it funny. Did you see the uh, the the story, the big headline there uh, the other day about about where they're they're keeping them? Uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but at Miramar it showed a picture of the of the lodging facilities that we have all stayed in uh, <laughs> as, as being the host of, uh, of this, uh, yeah, this coronavirus quarantine that's going the on. The Miramar Inn, is that the place? Well, right yeah, there, but huh? I've, heard, I've heard it's the, uh, the quarters, the bachelor quarters. Okay, well, that's down the street. Make, so. Yeah, which would make more sense. But the photo in the is story. Is that we stayed there, Matt? Yeah, yeah, we've all stayed there. I stayed at the Miramar Inn. I didn't stay at the quarters. Oh, no, at the inn, yeah. Oh, okay. We've all stayed at the inn. Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe for a second there I got my ire got up because yeah. I thought, wait a minute, they're putting Rob up in the palace. Yeah, they are. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, DB. It's just a room. It's just a room. Just but outside my room at Miramar. I never told you this story either. <laughs> but just outside my room, uh, there was a child's swing set. Oh. There was a little playground thing and yeah. I, I not at 2 30 a.m i went out it was windy when remember how windy it was oh yeah i went out and because the metal chains on that were going, all night <laughs> did you take your wd-40 I mean, just, just no no oh no i didn't take oil to it at all let's just say it won't speak. <laughs> probably why i'm not going back this year yeah, i had maybe. no idea that you could get bolt cutters aboard a commercial aircraft 
tell you what, take them over there and use Bad them on enough, Aramark. You don't really need them. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what a rental car can do, isn't it, Rick? Yeah. You should stop now. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, so right. so what else is going on in prop wash now? Let's let's get back to it here. Well, the, F, the F-35A Lightning demo team added flares to their routine in rehearsals. So we're going to see some more of that, finally, uh, at places where they can do it uh, in North America. And I like the idea of adding flares to the demonstrations. And the U.S. Navy has added the Prowler to the Rhino in demos this year. So we'll have a, a Navy Prowler and a Navy Rhino. Prowler or Growler? I'm sorry, Growler. I'm going What's back that? to the Prowler days. It's <laughs> Nam, man. It's Nam. Uh, we are getting old, aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> the Crowler. Uh, and a, extremely high winds in the UK nearly took the roof off the Imperial War Museum, Duxford, but they're going to be okay. And, of course, Art Nall is sending or selling the Harrier jets that he has, and John Klatt's selling the jet Waco. These guys are moving on to other things. Yeah, it's 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 disappointing to to hear that happen uh, with specifically with John Clatt uh, because uh, he's also uh, has experienced some shoulder and back problems which are making it difficult for him as well. So uh, we thank him for all his his entertainment, his team leadership, and his service to the industry. John's a good guy. Oh, no kidding. And Art and all, I mean, just to to get the Harriers up and going and be able to see a civilian flown Harrier. Uh, I hope somebody picks that up and, and moves it forward, too. That would be nice to continue to see them. But that's got to be an expensive proposition. Matt, you should pick that up. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. I've, I've got a little piggy bank over here. I can take it over to Pat. And, uh, and see, I, I'm sure that she's going to be the one that negotiates the deal. Well, with the with your best-selling book, now on the New York Times bestseller oh, list, at oh, yeah. three, and with a bullet, uh, your book is doing well. Actually, Rob and I have both read your book and quite enjoyed it. We like it. it. I just I can't I, believe you've only sold a hundred copies across the U.S. This is a <laughs> just a dress. Well, yeah. well it, single it's not, mistake in it. But it's yeah. not unlike this podcast. I mean, we have listeners way up in the dozens. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah. way up in the dozens. Yeah, and my mom's how, my mom's bunko group has just discovered it. So that's great. <laughs> there's there's eight more. Yeah. Well, well I think so, yeah. I, well, I just I just think more people should be buying your book that's all i have to say about it oh i uh, art well that's Nulls, very kind okay. of you but let's get back to art nulls for yes, just a second here i i remember him telling me what it was like when he did the testing for that airplane one of the first flights he had uh the nose the the front gear did not come down right and he said that there's video of it someplace on YouTube. You can see it, and it looks like he puts it down on a pad at Pax River. He wasn't invited, but he put it there anyway. Came down to this circular pad, and the nose wheel came down, uh, where the nose wheel was, the nose came down, and it looks like it was very, very gentle. But he was really scared because he said what happened was is that it actually felt like he was in a steel office chair that dropped six feet and he was very concerned that the the ejection seat might blow and throw him out of the airplane altogether so that was a a very dicey thing and yet here's a guy who spent more time engine out in a in a harrier than anybody in the united states marine corps what a guy yeah how long was how long was that that he spent engine out in a Harrier. 
I don't know the number. It's I like, could probably go back and find, a, find an interview. Care. I'd but. poop myself at two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Lauterbach, that Lee Lauterbach, you know. Well, not an engine at all. It's yeah. like, okay. It's, it's coming not. down. But, uh, you know, Lauterbach's got like a ton of time, uh, engine out time in a Mustang. And and he did that because? Well, he it's part of the training syllabus. Is so, there a can you feather the prop you know, in a Mustang? Get, get, wait a minute, can we get him on Sporty so we can do that on an iPad too? And then, <laughs> yeah, How to Fly a Mustang by Lee Lauterbach. Yeah, Here's, you shut it off and turn it back on. Yeah, no, that'd be can great. We jump, can we jump ahead to the Sporty things because no, that's no, I'm sorry, we can't. We're oh, no, strict right, order of business. All right, here. keep it in order. Keep, yeah. I'm sorry, we're on, yeah. we're on the bucker power right now because that's not a kettle you hear boiling. Oh. That's Rick's sphincter because the engine just shut. <laughs> I dare you to edit that one up. Moron! <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Go ahead. There's no such thing. If sphincter is not a four-letter. It's not one of one of the uh, seven words you can't letter. say on the radio. It's four letters in some states. <laughs> I, I don't have it any shorter than an abbreviation of five letters, but that's all right. The Blue Angels training ended at El Centro. Are they ready? Hit it, Rob. Yes, they are. As a matter of fact, somebody from the FAA, this is that is interesting news. Uh, a guy from the FAA was there at El Centro while they were training one day, a couple of weeks, about a week and a half back. And that person was there, watched the Delta uh, in its uh, one of its practice sessions and certified them already. So they don't have to do that last minute certification flight prior to the El Centro show, March 13th, I think. So they are certified and ready to go for the season. Let's hear it for uh, Commander Brian Kesselring and all the guys in the Blue Angels. Way to go, guys. Nice. What is yeah. that like? Talk to the folks that uh, that listen to this that has no idea about Blue Angels training because it is it it's it's quite the thing to see. It is uh, after uh, right about uh, right after the first of the year, all of the Blue Angels, all 120 enlisted personnel and 16 officers, get aboard aircraft, be it a NALO C40 like a, a 737 or uh, uh, or the and the jets and they take them all spares and all out to El Centro where they have hangars that are dedicated to the blues there is office space dedicated to the blues and there is lodging dedicated to the officers of the blues as well and they are out there flying hundred twenty or so training flights uh, it's right out of the narration prior to their first public performance. And they will fly sometimes, like Wednesdays is a three-flight day. And they start with the mm. first flight at 8. They fly until 9. They come back and debrief, fly again at noon, come back and debrief, and they fly again at uh, about 3 and come back and debrief. And these are serious debriefs each time, as you guys have seen uh frame by frame, even the walk down to the airplanes to make sure that their salutes uh, to their crew chiefs when they're walking to the airplanes, uh, even those salutes are in unison. They are they are very, very, um, I, and I hate to say the word anal, but they are very meticulous about 
practicing perfection. So uh, two flights a day except for Sunday and Wednesday is a three-flight day. They get 120 training flights in, some over the desert on the range outside of El Centro and some right over the field. And uh, it is uh, it is grueling for those guys. And they are all in bed probably by 930 because they're all getting up a little before five o'clock. They have to hit the gym six days a week to maintain uh, their physical uh, abilities and their and their G and they keep their G tolerance up. So and they also have to go through centrifuge training every uh, every year as well. So these guys work hard. No wives, no significant others. And when I was out uh, there with them last week, uh, it was it was it was a busy busy time going for it every day. Uh, I was in the briefing several days uh, at 6.45 is when they start. And uh, it's very, uh, the, the routine is very regimented. And these guys are great. And uh, the ladies on the team, the junior officers on the team as well, are are uh, spectacular in, in terms of what they do. Um, uh, let's hear it for the Blues. And the Thunderbirds the same way. They train not just practicing, but they practice perfection and of course you never get a perfect flight so blue angels training going great and uh, they had their weekend home friday of last week they uh, after the morning go they did their debrief and then they boarded uh, airplanes and some went back for a weekend at home uh, and then came back on monday and started flying again the uh, this past tuesday so let me ask are they are the haystacks still out there at the end? Uh, <laughs> some of the photographers have just some hair-raising photographs of the, uh, you know, the, the transition, the solo flight where they I mean, practically get thrown off the haystacks. You the are so families and everything. <laughs> <laughs> they took them down, Rick. Uh, uh, the the hay bales aren't there, but the people still are, and uh, they still get a thrill as they take off on runway. Oh, I want to say runway eight. Um, uh, over top of them. Above their heads, basically. I mean, the dust kicks up and the jet transitions and they're just, uh, and they're loving being in the, uh, in the, in the backwash. Yep, they are. I think, is, is it Mike Whitman is the guy who posts a lot of those on, on YouTube and you can see, uh, a lot of stuff that they do. And it's really fun. Um, I have, uh, I have not posted on Facebook, uh, some videos of, I, I've got them as they taxied by when we did shows at the field, but, uh, it's, uh, it was, it's great to see them do what they do. And they've got, I tell you what, since Brandon Hempler came back to the team uh, as the uh, repeat number five, the, there's the, the maneuver they do called the double tuck over roll, where the both five and six approach from the right. And at show center, I swear it looks like one airplane. To me, to this day, it looks like one airplane when they're, when they have got a good beat on show center. Number six, um, uh, Chewy, uh, Kerry Rickoff, uh, he flies closest to the crowd. And then number five, Brandon Hempler then does some moving trigonometry to keep his, uh, keep his position in such that you don't see both airplanes. You only see one until they go ready, hit it, and they roll 270 or something degrees and then split apart. It's, they, they look like end of season perfect on, the, uh, on that uh, maneuver that I saw this week, this last doesn't, week. Doesn't hold a hill of beans, Matt, to what the Thunderbirds accomplished this weekend, uh, being at oh. both <laughs> oh. NHL stadiums series and 
the Daytona 500. And how did they do that? How did they do that, he asked. Well, it's all an illusion. It's all just, it's called oh. a mock. Do you realize that I used to work on the radio on the International Radio Day, and Matt will love this because he's still trying desperately to buy a local radio station. <laughs> <laughs> Waste all his money on that. Well, he's, uh, well never mind. Keep going, Rick. <laughs> so on International, I post the picture of the mock-up that we've seen at the ICAST convention and in a lot of the air shows, the Thunderbird mock-up that the Air right. Force bring around out of Colorado. And uh, and so this is set up at the end of the hockey rink on the uh, on the outdoor series. So I get a I get a phone call on International Radio Day from a morning show. I guess they found that they either saw the post. They're following me on on Facebook or one of the social media pages, and they 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 put me on the air because they want to know. <laughs> they want to know how they landed that jet in the in the in the football stadium now a hockey rink. Oh, oh yeah. My. I mean, that's just too great an invitation for me, as you well know. <laughs> so, so what do you think I told them? What did you tell them, Rick? Well, the vertical takeoff and landing capabilities of the Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have, no, I told them the, I told them it was a mock-up and then sent pictures of the Lockheed F-35 uh, mock-up. that uh, I took pictures of them. Well, I did a time-lapse picture of them putting it together. And it takes them quite a few hours, actually, to get it all <laughs> safely put together so in case a hockey player leans on it it doesn't fall over no. <laughs> but it uh, that's that's how they had that thunderbird jet sitting there at the at the end zone throughout the hockey game which sadly the LA Kings uh, won over Colorado <laughs> just it was all so great up until that and i think it worked out very well for the uh, for the air force academy and the air force i think they look great uh, and reaching out to the nhl fans was probably a good idea uh, much the same way that the Thunderbirds being over the Daytona 500 is is pretty good, uh, you know, as far as publicity goes and getting the message out there, especially now that we need pilots and stuff. So, well, we do, and it, you know, the on that on that subject there of of needing pilots, uh, it seems like the the story that we all thought was a myth uh, that has finally proven to be true. Uh, now the, the problem, of course, is not only do you need pilots, they don't have enough examiners, and they, they really don't have enough uh, instructors here in the U.S. at the moment to accommodate the load. So it... it, it well, that's why... Poor, you see, Sporty's pilot job... Well, there you go. You can change on an iPad. That's right. Speaking <laughs> of, Patty Wagstaff. I saw her this, this weekend uh, just briefly, and I, I am excited to see this new venture now I, I think we have to we have to point out as, as you've sort of alluded to here Rick that uh, this is not in place of an instructor this is just a oh an intro an intro course well crap yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I can get a refund on that yeah you might well, you might need it <laughs> let's let's do a little history because I've been working with sporties for over 30 years and when they needed what, what a couple have you done of other with them what do you do with them <laughs> I'm just curious. I am, I am their on-camera host and aviation educator. I'm not a flight instructor, but I play one on TV. He's I, rubbing I, it in. Really? He's rubbing it in because they won't let us anywhere yeah. near the Yeah, he is. That's not true. But when they, when they needed a couple of new voices, I said, golly, Ned, they, they, let's go to Rick Peterson and Matt Jolly. And Brett Kobe went to you guys, and you auditioned and got the thing. So the three of us have been working now at Sporties close to five years as a as a sort of a, uh, ad hoc team right 
And they didn't come to us for the aerobatic video. They went no. right to Patty Bagstaff. So, well, Patty, so much Patty, security. Yeah, Patty approached Sporties and said, "Could you guys produce this?" And they said, "Yeah, we can." So Patty has. Uh, working hard, uh, doing voiceovers and on cameras and demonstrating. And who knows, it might be the kind of thing that will lead future aerobatic pilots into our business as um, as some of the other uh, performers decide they want to retire and move on to something less uh, less uh, demanding. Who's, who's coughing? <laughs> it's not good that one of us dies on the program. <laughs> we, should, we should note that Matt has had a visitor... And I would suspect that those first three or four coughs, Matt, mean that uh, the inevitable has happened. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, virus has been introduced to your home via <laughs> hands and cereal boxes. I'm afraid and so. And handling all your fresh fruit, <laughs> you're pretty much a goner now, I'm my a goner. I am so a goner. So join Rob and myself next week. <laughs> that's right I, I i think there is an antidote for for that though isn't it isn't the big rick the uh, the antidote for any I kind of right. i think a good healthy dose of some that, was a, hint. Yeah, that here, was a hint yeah here we go here's our here's our pickup <laughs> here we go from friendly jerry. yeah friendly jerry's by the way <laughs> friendly jerry's now offering the big rick yeah at friendly jerry's in uh, downtown new york new york Hell's Kitchen, by the way. Listen, I I spoke to El Presidente John Cudahy the other night, just briefly, and oh. uh, John John is planning a trip, and he said uh, he said without a doubt he is stopping at Friendly Jerry's, and he's going to order the Big Rick, and he'll uh, send us a picture of it. We're going to need a new president at I'm ICAT. telling you, he's going to die of a <laughs> massive heart attack but, but right there. But he won't die of the flu. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't. But uh, our thanks to Friendly Jerry, as always, for uh, being such a loyal sponsor on this program. You know, if 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 a hot dog stand is is all that uh, wants to sponsor this show, by God, we'll take it. So uh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Our thanks you know, to Friendly Jerry's. Who, there's two an, blocks away from the uh, Air and Space. Uh, what's it called again? The Intrepid. The uh, yeah, the the Intrepid Museum. He's just a few 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 moments away from the Intrepid. So uh, easy easy trip. Uh, listen, I, I wanted to point out CCAS is this weekend. Uh, we're getting ready to gather down here at, uh, uh, at the Atlanta area there up at uh, Dobbins Air Force Base. CCAS, of course, stands for? The Southeast Council of Air Shows. So if there's anyone uh, down here that, that last minute that wants to go, uh, email them uh, at new CCAS, so N-E-W, new CCAS, uh, dot O-R-G, and you can get in there, and that's S. Way to uncomplicate it there. I like the new thing on it. Yeah, that's yeah. Newccast.org. So there you go, and you can come to the convention, a little mini uh, Las Vegas convention, all about air shows, uh, and of course, easy to get to, right there at the uh, just outside of Atlanta. Uh, there, if you fly into the Atlanta airport last minute or drive, uh, email them beforehand because it is on a military base, and you'll need to get gate access. Uh, otherwise, they'll uh, they'll shoot you. Right. <laughs> so unlike Las <laughs> so, Vegas, though, unlike Las Vegas, smoking dope uh, on the street is not probably going to be happening there at Dobbins. Yeah, well, you can do it once. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to reassess that one, too. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're a week from heritage flight training at Davis-Monthan. Yes. This is where, uh, uh, where the rich and famous... Uh, team up with the uh, with the military pilots 
and uh, fly their uh, multi-million dollar classic meticulously maintained warbirds in formation with them, which is outstanding. And uh, and they, they train. And uh, I think you've been there, Rob. And that's uh, without without getting into all the details we did with the Blue Angels, it's pretty impressive too, right? Yeah, it sure is. Um, and they they fly uh, probably five and a half days of heavy duty flying with two ship, three ship, and four ship formations of every possibility possible combination. So that if uh, there's a Sky Raider or uh, a P thirty eight or an F eighty six or um, a P fifty one or a P forty seven or whatever or a P forty uh, in in formation with all of the different aircraft, the F thirty five A, the uh, F-22, the A-10, and the F-16. Is that right? Is that it? Yeah, that, those yeah, those it. four planes. So the demo pilots are there, and uh, everybody's out there working their their tails off at Davis Mountain, where the weather is always good. I like it there. I really do. I got the privilege of being invited in to see. Uh, we were talking about call signs and see how all that goes down, and be a part of that process for three of the pilots that were. <laughs> it's uh, it's quite the thing to be involved in that, I have to say. It's, it's a real ceremony. They're, they're pretty serious about it, although it's filled with humor most of the time, isn't it, Rick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of... Yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of uh, humor. That's what they call it these days. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. They, and sometimes it's very touching. In the case of one of the pilots uh, that got his call sign, he ended up taking his father's call sign, his grandfather's call sign. Oh, that's fine. Who was a, cool. a war hero, really, in Vietnam. And... Uh, so no matter how much fun was going around about all the other things that they thought they'd end up giving him because of some of his habits and some of the things that he'd done wrong and so, some of the things that uh, have gone on in his past, uh, they were all very, very moved uh, by the story of his grandfather, and they gave him his grandfather's call sign. And I thought that's, uh, that, that was just a great story. Yeah, There's good. one for you, Matt, for Warbird Radio. Right yeah, there. there you go. There you go. Where credit where credit is due, Dan Friedkin. Uh, who uh, has helped put together the Heritage Flight Foundation, uh, has really dug into, into his own pocket in a major way to make it happen. And so, Dan, thank you for what you and your late dad did to salvage the Heritage Flight Program when the Air Force could no longer afford to run it. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, the legacy program, too, I know I know that uh, Tobel's been involved in that. Uh, <clears throat> it's sort of... Uh, standing up, it seems like every year they they do more and more, uh, and that is on the Navy side uh, of the house there, and uh, we're we're happy to have those guys uh, participating as well. It's going to be a busy, busy year, I think. I don't know about you, but we were all talking at the end of the convention just how there was sort of this this uh, this new energy within the industry, within the convention room uh, that that I hadn't seen in a while. And, and so I think this year is going to be really great. I'm looking forward to it. And it, it's all underway here uh, in just a matter of weeks. Uh, let's, let's talk in closing here about first shows. I'm off to, uh, to Luke uh, first in just a few, well, like a few weeks. What weekend is that? What's the date for the Luke show? It's coming up in March. I, I think around the 18th is when I'm, you are, when I'm you're out there. You're well prepared. I have no idea when yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> I can't remember. I I'll well, be gone I, a weekend in, in March, honey. I'll see you then. Yeah, I, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, my first one is Yuma, 
on the 13th and 14th. It's a Friday evening and Saturday show. So I'll be out there. And it looks like uh, at this point, the F-35A Lightning II demo will be there along with the F-35B demo that for resident there at, uh, at Marine Corps Air Station Yuma. So I'm hoping I will give a full report if there are flares and uh, hopefully I'll get somebody with a better camera than mine to get video of it so we can post it. And uh, so we're looking forward to that. Tor 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 is going to be there, too. So that's my first. And then I'm off for a week. And then I'm going to McDill on the 20th, 28th and 29th. We, we were asked about the first, Rob. The first, okay, sorry. Not sorry. The first 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was just checking here. It is. It's the, it's well, I'm the just 20th and 21st your... for me. Oh, so, I yeah. see what you're doing there. You're covering so he can actually thumb through his paper calendar. I had to go yeah, look. I'm just covering his. Yeah, He's I had to go look. Calendar on the wall. When, when is it? Uh, when, when are you when are you out of there? Uh, out of the cold, frozen north, Ricky P. I'm heading down to Los Angeles County, Palmdale, the uh, aerospace uh, valley, the aerospace capital of the United States of America, if not the world. America. So much has been done, and uh, I'm going to start there, and that's a month away now. That's just uh, just under four. Well, actually, a month away this weekend. Four weeks from from this weekend. So. There you oh, go. Are you going to be Are you going to be home for the duration? Are you uh, Are you getting accustomed to being home? Uh, are you ready to get back on the road, Rick? No, I, I can't. I I like. To, I want to get on the road. Yes, for sure. Yeah, okay. Not that I don't enjoy being home, but it's just that uh, I'm anxious to get get the season underway. I'm uh, <laughs> the anticipation yep. of he's digging out to the <laughs> desert he's... and uh, getting. Well, what it is is, is getting on an airplane. And reclining yeah. my seat and having some dick <laughs> bam, 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 bang on the back of my seat the entire flight. And you get penalized uh, for it. Well, yeah. they give him a cocktail. Yeah, and they threaten the, the woman who pressed the button to do what she bought a seat to do. Yeah, it happens. It happens. You can read the article that uh, Rick shared in the show story from the New York Times. What do you say? That's what we want to know. Listen, thanks for being here today. Uh, it's been fun, and uh, we're glad that you're listening. Please support Friendly Jerry's Hot Dogs if you're in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, uh, just any hot dog. No, the Big Rick. The Big Rick. The go Big Rick. Or go home. That's right. And we'll see you out on the road. We'll have another show before we all leave. But, uh, guys, it's been fun. It has. All right. Yeah, and then after I'm done with McDill, I'm going to Sun and Fun. Oh, my God. All right, Rick. Are you oh. going to be there, Rick? You going yeah. to Sun and Fun? I'm going to Sun and Fun. We'll too. talk to you, you guys know. later. What, what oh, happens oh, after oh, that? On about it. Oh, then I'm off God. till Cherry Point. Then, <laughs> oh, you're still talking? Oh my gosh! Oh. Don't get me started. Now oh, I got a bid online. Back of your seat, right off your head. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> I missed it. Way to go! <laughs> no, you oh no, you didn't.